0: Warning, this is an adult-oriented podcast about really perverse things, like communication and consent. If you are under 18 and looking for answers to questions about sex or kink, please visit scarletteen.com. For the dude bro listeners, this is the nerdy shit. Fuck off!
1: Welcome to the portions of a podcast from the Gotham Press. Hey, I'm thinking of doing something for the uh, bottom tier of uh, patrons. What do you think of... uh <laughs>
2: Now I don't even know where we were at. What are we talking about? What are we talking about? We were about? talking about her partner.
0: My partner? Well, we were talking about my partner. Well, I was one talk- of your
1: partners. I, mean- I was talking
0: about my, my friend who um, I hook up with sometimes. And how I talked I talked about him once on the podcast, you know, in regards to like how, you know, sometimes so th- you can't have penetrative sex because of brain drugs. Mm-hmm. And um, I didn't... I. He told me he was going to listen to the podcast. Completely forgot that I talked about that particular situation, right? Which he was obviously he was totally fine with, mm-hmm. right? But it did make it so like the next time I, I hung out with him, he was just like, "Oh yeah, I can do this."
1: Is this <laughs> one that I know about?
0: No. No.
1: Oh, okay. <laughs> then I don't know who this is. No, well, to okay. say that
0: friend, I'm going to go see you for a week <gasps> uh, next week. So, Fuck yeah! very excited.
2: Are you going to their area yes. of the country?
0: Yes, I'm going nice. over to him this time. He just he just bought his first house.
2: Oh, nice.
0: Yep. I told him I'm going to pig him on every single surface in his house. Oh yeah. He's a big fan of that.
2: Nice. So
0: <laughs> very excited. Mashed
2: potato, mashed potato, mashed potato, yams.
1: <laughs> I don't know what that meant. I don't either, but it was funny. <laughs>
2: From Bakersfield to Mount Olympus,
1: Gotham Press Talk's not a business, sexual topics to explore your whoredom, good if you're new or kinky Yoda, Gotham, Gotham Press, Press Podcast. Podcast, the dirty kingsters your parents warned you about. Uh, I I suppose we should probably start by saying thank you to, first, our patrons, which we fucking love you. We do. Your support actually makes this podcast possible because, believe it or not, there's a significant amount of financial responsibility with this shit. So, thank you for making the Gotham Press Podcast a possibility. We love you. We do. And, um, yeah, something's coming to you.
0: (laughs) Something's coming to
1: you. So? (laughs)
0: For just $1 a month, if you'd like to become one of our supporters, $1 a month, you can help us thrive. Uh, For $5 a month, you get early access to the episodes. And for $10... Oh my god, I'm getting stabbed with a crop right now. What is You're fencing with a crop. For $10, our very own Thief of Dreams will write an erotica centered around you and read it on the podcast. Mm
2: -hmm. And if you are in that category right now... Uh, you should shoot me a message and let me know what you're into or what you want it, what direction you want it to go in, and
0: mm-hmm. what your
2: fet name is, so that I can kind of yeah stalk yeah. you a little bit and get an idea.
0: <laughs> Look through that fetish list yeah. a little bit. Yum. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's not all a bunch of nonsensical fetishes like mine is. Oh, it
2: doesn't matter. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, it God. does not matter what it is. <laughs> <laughs> it can go there. <laughs>
0: If you would like to know where we can be found, go ahead and take a look in our show notes. We're basically everywhere. Um, And let's go ahead and let's hop into thanking some of our sponsors. I would like
1: to personally thank JW Paddles because they have some phenomenal hardwood products. And they're just Beautiful works of art. Yes,
0: yes. I got to uh, show a bunch of my kinky friends one of my JW paddles, and they all were very approving of it. Mm. So it was my custom cross paddle that they made because of this podcast.
1: <laughs> nice. If you find yourself interested in checking out some of JW paddles' works, you can check them out at the Stockroom in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Uh, or go to the website. Or go to their website if you aren't in the Los Angeles area. Um, they have, they have great pictures of them, too, so you can, you can actually get a good feel for scale and, you know, an idea of what the paddle's going to do. Mm, uh, they're nice and mm. long. <laughs> shiny.
2: I like the long paddles myself, myself, myself. I'd like to think JW... GW...
1: Look at this dumb motherfucker.
2: Paddles Quack. as well. Um, <laughs> but I'd also <laughs> like to think... <laughs> Still Brad Passy's. Who, Absolutely. If you go to their socials right now, they have a lot of uploaded pics of available mm. decorations and styles and stuff that you can choose from. So, like, everybody's like, well, what do you got? Go check it out and see what they got.
0: Absolutely. Uh, I would like to thank uh, Piercings by B LLC. And I would also like to congratulate her and her honey on their engagement. So you should yeah they just got engaged so uh we gotta help my girl uh be able to plan her wedding give her some good monies so go check her out get some jewelry from her uh you can find her at her website piercingsbybee.com uh she's also here in town at good fortune tattoo at 231 roberts lane She can also be found on Etsy and Facebook as well if you have any questions.
2: And for all of our sponsors, make sure that you go check them out because the holidays are coming Mm -hmm. and they're coming quick. (laughs) They're coming all right. Mm -hmm. So make sure that they're coming the proper way. Uh, Which means
0: buy some of these vloggers.
2: Well, that too. (laughs) That or any of our sponsors. Did we thank
1: that last sponsor?
2: Piercings by B LLC. Thief's Touch.
0: Thief's Touch.
2: Oh, Thief's Touch. Vloggers for everyday occasions.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You can find it on Etsy at
0: Thief's Touch. And if they, if you're a local, make sure you reach out to Thief and uh, say, hey, I want this particular vlogger you have posted, so you don't have to worry about shipping. Is that yeah. correct? Save yep. yourself some
2: money. Yep, yeah. But you must, 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 must reach out to me before you purchase it. Mm-hmm. Don't purchase it on an Etsy and be like, okay, I can pick it up. Be like, nope. It's got to ship. If you buy it on Etsy, it has to ship because that's how they're set up now. Yep. And it's a pain, but it is what it is. And you might even get a little discount if you come get it from me. Before hey, you there buy. you go.
0: <laughs> Thank you so much, sponsors.
2: You're welcome. <laughs> Thanks, Leith.
0: <laughs> <thief. laughs> so, uh, like, we totally didn't come up with our show notes five minutes ago and change everything that we were originally going to do. But hmm. it's okay because it's something that uh, I feel like we can talk a lot about. I said that I wanted to do a polyamory episode because prior to me being on the podcast, you y'all did at least one or two a year. Specifically, Mm -hmm. uh, you would do a panel at CSUB where students would ask. And it was just kind of like a nice little review. It'd be on a couple of guests. And it was really cool. Um, Obviously, right now, that's not necessarily a possibility since they're only like 20% face-to-face instruction. So who knows if that class even does anything like Mm -hmm. that right now. Uh, But I was just like, you know, that's what we're missing. We're missing a polyamory episode. I want to rant about polyamory.
2: (laughs) Oh, so that's how this became a
1: thing. Okay. I need to reach out to that professor again, see if uh, having some people come in for a panel would be a possibility, even if it was video done.
0: We'll talk about that afterwards. That would be cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have specific information about that. I'll talk about it afterwards. Cool. Um, (laughs) For a while, you are aware of what polyamory is, but just in case you're not, polyamory is just essentially having more than one romantic partner. Right.
2: Like, so I'm poly because I've had, like, three girlfriends since high school?
0: No, you have to have them all at the same time. Oh,
2: they wouldn't have have liked that. No, Mm. no, probably
0: not. Not if they were monogamous folks, right? Which, uh, also, I feel like that's kind of an important thing that we should mention, that polyamory isn't some elevated form of existence. no. It's just as valid as monogamy and that's something I'm trying really hard to remind myself of because sometimes I find myself making jokes at monogamous folks like expense and that's not polite of me to do that you know because just because that relationship style didn't work out for me it doesn't mean that it's wrong and I found myself doing that the other day and I felt really bad about it so anyway so there's that um I feel like you're both giving very pensive looks and I'm scared and well, I'm in trouble. Well,
2: I'm thinking, because uh, to me, I feel like monogamy is outdated.
0: Well, he, here's the thing. I had a pretty interesting um, talk about it with uh, one of my coworkers who's aware that I'm polyamorous, right? And um, he's also, he's about my age. And he was saying, he was like, well, he's like, there's a lot of things about polyamory that sound just right to me like the way that things should be he's like but i'm realizing the things about it the sound right to be like oh i wish that i could do that are things i could do with monogamy
1: right okay
0: and he didn't and he, he said that he made because he really thought about it after a while you know and he was like no he's like i'm definitely like he's like i just want to be with one person he's like they don't have to tick all of my boxes that's not something that i actually need you know he's like but the idea of that open communication that goes along with it, analyzing where jealous feelings come from, trying to figure out what you're trying what you're going to lose. And just having, you know, just really nice intimate relationships with multiple people. He is like, I do really like that. He's like, but I think that I can only emotionally be committed to one person and that's what I need. And so I was like, oh man, I was like, how do you have to say something so deep, kid? Like
2: (laughs) And that, that was ooh, my first like question about polyamory was what separates a polyam relationship from just a really good friendship.
0: Yeah. That, and the I, answer was sex. Well, for me, that wasn't the answer. But I had that exact <laughs> same question. Let's, oh, let's okay. put it that way. Um, where it was just kind of like, really, where is the line for me between a friendship and a relationship? Because I've had very intense and intimate friendships Mm -hmm. and sometimes i even had sex with them right but i was trying to figure out like where that line was and the fact that the line was so blurry for me is kind of what made me realize like oh polyamory might actually be the better relationship style for me right and just also i i realized that i just need a lot more freedom that mm-hmm. aspect, especially because I'm a, here, oh, here's here's a good uh, term. I'm not a polyfidelis person, which means that I'm not only committed to the people who I am currently dating. I'm polyamorous in the sense of who I'm romantically involved with, and also I'm in an open relationship with my partners as well. So that means I can, you know, go have sex with other folks, go have intimate connections with other folks. And you can try new teas. <laughs> i can i could go try some other flavors sometimes multiple times and it's fine you know i can have play partners and be intimate with them just maybe not emotionally
2: that's something we should talk about
0: how do play partners play into polyamory yes that's a pretty good one isn't it
1: it is before we jump into that i I did have something to hit on with your initial commentary Mm -hmm. um one of you said monogamy is outdated i did Okay, I completely disagree with that.
2: I well, I realized that's why that's why I said it was it's it's something that like I came to kind of realize applies to me. Mm-hmm. It Doesn't have to apply to anybody else. Mm-hmm. It okay. just applies to me. Okay. so maybe I just misunderstood what you. No, you you me. heard it right. I yeah. said it like that. That's exactly how I said it. Okay. And that was to elicit response, but still.
1: Mm. Well, what I was going to say is poly is just another form of relationships and yeah. just as much as uh monogamous people bash on poly people and that's shitty of them Mm -hmm. poly people shouldn't bash on anybody else i mean because we we aren't the only like you said we're not the higher tier of relationship we're not we're not the end all be all for uh for for romance for connections for anything you know it's just our particular style
0: yeah Exactly.
1: And it'll all be settled
2: when the aliens show up and they tell us what their mm. futuristic <laughs> relationships look like. The alien overlords will come and set us all free. Yes, mm-hmm. because they're way more advanced than us and and they'll let us know that what worked or works for them is where we should be headed. Mm. So if it's monogamy, shit. If it's polyam, okay.
0: So um or I mean,
2: something else. I hope it's
1: not religion. What are other are there any <laughs> other relationships like yeah what there's relationship anarchy which means Mm -hmm. basically you do whatever the fuck feels right to you Mm -hmm. and fuck any sort of structure Mm -hmm. um turn that off (laughs) there's uh (laughs) yeah i swear to god i had like three others and
0: should we just like i don't know go over some of like Typical yes. poly terms? Yeah. Let's let's go out of that. So uh, I talked about polyfidelity earlier, being polyfidelis. Other people calls it called it like a closed polyhule. It just means that you're not uh, seeking anything outside of your existing relationship networks. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's a pretty good one. Uh, some other ones... Um, Oh, I really like uh, using the term nesting partner. I use that very frequently whenever I refer to Gigantor. That just means that that is the partner who I live with and exist with the most often. Um, some people use uh, nesting partner and primary partner as interchangeable. I don't like doing that only because I don't exist in... Um, my polycule does not exist in a hierarchy by our by our choice okay so making anyone feel secondary isn't what I want I just need people to understand the difference which I gantor and if I say oh this is my nesting partner they know that that's the one that I live with because I mean there's a different kind of relationship there right you know so that's that's kind of a, a big deal but uh, hierarchical poly relationships they tend to use words like primary. And uh, secondary, which could mean um less than. That sounds terrible to say. But, but uh, it just means that it's like not their main relationship. Right. And
2: then that, that's like you were saying with Gigantor as your nesting partner mm-hmm. is it still carries a little more yeah. than some others because that is and it has nothing to do with the relationship aspect so much as I live with this person.
0: We share finances, yeah, like we share those... responsibility you know <laughs>
2: so there's a little bit more that goes into that and, and has to go into that for you to survive like there's mm-hmm. just you can't just not i guess you just can't not have that i don't know where i was going with that <laughs> completely lost myself <laughs> this is the
1: night of loss <laughs> it happens it does i think everybody gets one right yeah i should get a few <laughs>
2: i haven't yeah. been here Thief in a while, gets a few so.
0: So uh, another one, um, a lot of people will say that they're polyamorous uh, and they're ethically non-monogamous. Um, I, when I think of that, I think of ethical non-monogamy being the umbrella word and polyamory being falling falling underneath that. Um, it's just a relationship structure where everyone involved is aware and consenting to some form of non-monogamy.
2: non <laughs> Monogamy, <Manomana. laughs>
0: of course <laughs> some people also call it consensual non-monogamy as well uh some some other things fluid bonding that's um a term that we use pretty frequently do y'all know what that is
2: oh yeah. fluid bonding fluid that's bonding used in the polyam yes it is mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh I, it makes sense i guess I've just only heard of it using like the kink context.
0: That's where I heard it first too. But I hear it a lot in a polyamorous relationship. Uh, It's just not using barriers when it comes to any of your fluids. Like sharing fluids with another person, right? Mm -hmm. Because fluids is what's typically going to share things like STIs or pregnancy or... (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. scary. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So if you are fluid bonding with a person, then that's actively something that's going to take some of your partner's consent right yeah you know because they're gonna be like okay well it's not it's no longer about about you and the fun you're having because if they give you an sti it's gonna very quickly become about me right (laughs) so if you're choosing to fluid bond with a partner that is something you actually need consent from all of your other partners to do
2: that sounds like good advice yeah yeah at least that's the way i
0: look at it um Let's so see, we talked about hierarchical relationships. Oh, kitchen table poly- polyamory. Mm-hmm. It's my preferred method of polyamory. But I used to think that was like the ultimate goal. Like that's like the extension of poly. That's what you have. So it's the one-two way of poly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> is having a polycule where everyone can sit at the kitchen table together and have wonderful conversations and eat breakfast together. And, you know, da 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 Right? And I was like, "Ah, oh, that's what I want. And then I realized that this polyamory comes in a lot of different forms. And it's like really okay for your partners to be indifferent to each other. <laughs> like you don't have to force a friendship there. Like there's already some form of a relationship if they're metamorphs, right? Right. But you don't have to force more interaction if they're just not clicking.
2: What if they, they click, click?
0: then that's cool. Then you got yourself a whole <laughs> other thing going. <laughs>
2: You're like, we're just weaving this Weber tighter or Weber, <laughs> this web tighter and tighter. Weber. Weber. Weaving this Weber. We're barbecuing
1: the shit out of this. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, there has been lately in my polykill been several jokes made about Jang Antor and my metamore where there's a lot of threats of dick sucking and they both are laid and enter pretty hard. And I'm like, is this a thing? Is this a thing? <laughs> I'm like, y'all go off. You do it. Please film it. Even I'd like to see. But <laughs> I mean, the <laughs> holidays are <clears throat> coming. There you go. And little <laughs> so will Gigantor. So, But that is definitely not the way that it has to exist. I mean, there are several members of my polycule who I've never even met. There is one who I've never spoken to.
2: Who you've never spoken to?
0: Who I've never spoken to. Um, because it is my metamorph's metamorph. Oh, okay. So my my, my uh, web is kind of long. Yeah,
2: I was, I, see, when you said the whole kitchen table thing, I was thinking. Just the people. But that's just you. That's just yeah. your web. So, like, mm-hmm. what about theirs? Like, they're, they're, you're going to have, you're going to need a banquet hall.
0: Oh, for sure. I mean, at one point. Depending
2: our, on the relationships.
0: <laughs> at one point, our polycule was up to 12 people. And that was kind of intense. Uh, we're, we're down to nine. <laughs> but I mean, even like uh, when I when I draw, I draw it out sometimes. Cause I'm like, I like to see my, my constellation of, of a polycule or whatever. Right. Um, Antor likes to mention how he's at one end of it. He was just like somewhere they're starting with me. Right. <laughs> because Gigantor and I could say these are people's names because they're on fit now uh, there's there's Gigantor who's dating me and me who's dating the Jolly Rogue and the Jolly Rogue is dating Faye Archer and Faye Archer has uh, three other partners and two of those three partners also have another partner yeah it's pretty nice. great <laughs> mm, everyone knows what a long distance relationship is I'm assuming Yeah. You know, physically Not... distance from each other fuck that it's pretty rough. Um, I
2: can't do it anymore. Did it a lot when I was younger.
0: Same here. And it, Yeah, it's rough. I can't be romantically involved in that kind of relationship. I could do other things and have it be long distance, but I can't. Uh, I found for me, I can't do that. But there are a lot of people, like my metamore, who can effectively do long distance relationships and build intimacy. It, just, it takes a lot more work than, frankly, I'm willing to give into some of my relationships.
2: It's... I had a a different way of, like, for me, long distance relationships were perfect Mm -hmm. because I could ignore them whenever I wanted. Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't get your message, or I just got it, or, you know, I'll get back to you when I want to. It was all about me. So it was Mm -hmm. like I didn't have to call them unless I wanted to. Like, there was just, and it just made, it was just bad. Like, Mm -hmm. it made me a bad person. And, to and then also there's no physical contact so there's no snuggles there's no mm-hmm. hugs there's no you know nothing like that and it's that's rough and like the times when I would actually get to meet them and spend time with them it was just a flurry of activity yeah and they then, like get it all out yeah and then it was over and we were back in separate places and it was like what are we doing you know like what what did that just, I don't know. It never, it was never okay for me. Like it never, I never Mm. came back from visiting someone and thinking this will work. We can do this. Like it was either now I want them even more. Like I want to be with them physically or "Eh, it wasn't all that. So, you know, probably going to move on.
0: I've I've noticed there's a lot more polyamorous people that uh, at least in my experience that have, uh, long distance relationships, right? Because a lot of them have a partner who they can have tick the box of like the physical intimacy and things like that. Right. But the long distance partner is ticking some other boxes that maybe don't need to be ticked quite as often, you know? Um, so, uh, like, for example, my meta with one of their long distance partners, um, they've gone long bouts of time without actually speaking to each other but that's okay because that's the way that their relationship functions and it doesn't mean that there's any less like intimacy or romance or care for each other there that's just the way that theirs can work because and at the same time both of them do have other partners to get the get the more i guess immediate needs from right You know, so that's just something that I've noticed. I don't know if that's necessarily the cause. I should probably actually ask them if that's, you know. But I also just know the way that they tend to function within their relationships. They have a really good, like, balance when it comes to that. When they're like, this person does this thing for me, and I really appreciate it. (laughs) So, and that's definitely something that I know that they make people aware of before they get into relationships with them. They, they joke that they just forget people exist and l- remember one day, oh, this person exists. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> not, mm. not in regard to their partners, but in regard to like ref- like their friends. Oh. Like, oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> so you could have a relationship with that chick that's in jail for 23 years for murder.
0: Oh, I've known several people who have done that. So Murdered people? Yes, that too, but that oh. wasn't what I was talking about <laughs> <laughs> Who start Who start relationships with people When they're already in jail And maintain that relationship for a very long time
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: uh, Let's see, some other words N-R-E Who knows what N-R-E is I do, I do, I do N-R-E
2: non regurgitatory. What was the last letter? E, e.
1: Energy well, you got one of those words, right?
0: <laughs> yeah. Good for you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> one out of three. That's like... Which one was Passing it? in California school system. That's true. <laughs> uh, new relationship energy.
0: So something... the energy. Yes. Oh. You
1: nailed that one.
0: This is something that happens in all relationships. Some people call it the... The, was it the puppy love phase or the mm-hmm. honeymoon phase or the cupcake phase or anything like that? I think it's used a little bit more in polyamory just because when you have multiple relationships that are starting at different times, you're in different bouts of NRE at different times. Um, but yeah, that's just the uh, excitement and the giddiness that comes with a brand new relationship or the beginnings of a relationship. Yeah, And it is quite literally like a drug. Um, yes. That's why I think I went to... Um, a class about relationships I think a couple months ago and they were saying that like it's quite literally addicting that's why like if you meet people who tend to jump from relationship to relationship or they have like a certain like period of time and they kind of jump to a new one or if they're like collecting partners and getting rid of partners collecting partners and stuff like that it's it's literally because this feeling is very addicting Um, I mostly hear it uh, talked about negatively which is a bummer Right, because everyone's like, "Oh, well, I know we're just an NRE right now, or whatever." But the thing about NRE is that it's building the foundation of that person. That's true. You know, and then the next step, you figure out if those are actual things you're like, or if you were just looking at it with rose-colored glasses. But it's still, it's building the foundation of your relationship, so it's incredibly necessary. And I'm not here for NRE slander.
2: Well, then it will not be slandered.
0: Right, greedy. Yeah. Okay. Definitely <laughs> He's over there on his phone. It's fine.
1: It's He's... a listener that has a question, and I'm trying to see if I can get consent to read the question. Oh, online okay, all right. Even well... if you don't read it, and we just won't say where it came from.
2: No. Mm-hmm. Can you generalize it enough to?
0: Just get the consent. Yeah, get yeah, the consent. Get Consent's get the consent always better. They're,
2: they're probably fine with that.
0: I can keep going. Uh, how about the good old one penis policy?
2: Oh, isn't that what they do in Utah?
0: Uh, uh? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's, that is. That's what they yeah, well I mean, that's a lot of uh, a lot
1: of uh cult- religions <laughs> um tend to if they're going to embrace uh non-monogamy, they're going to make it the one penis policy non-monogamy and usually throw some version of uh, religion into that mix.
0: Mhm. There is, um, I was talking to another community member who was actually a monogamous person. And she was, like, watching some show that's about polyamory. Typically with, uh, you know, um, there also tends to be a lot of transphobia linked with that. Because it's like, you know, if it's a trans woman, they're just kind of like, oh, no, absolutely not. They have a penis. Only my penis can go in that vagina. I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, so consenting to that. Than y'all do you, but um, for a lot of folks, it is kind of seen as like a ethical issue or like kind a kind of a possession. taboo thing, isn't
2: it? Uh. Or not taboo, but like old school or not old school. Mm. What's I mean, I, I realize that's isn't that just poly- polygamy?
0: No, 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 no. So,
1: polygamy is more of a
2: religious aspect to it, or
0: no. <sighs>
1: Okay, um, yes, polygamy is mm-hmm. one male, multiple females. Right. Okay, polyandry is one female, multiple males. Um, I forget the, the one that is like just unlimited penis and vagina for days. I, I, I don't remember that. that polyamory? No, no, polyamory is basically the umbrella that all oh. of them fall under. Yes. Oh. So, okay, so you've got you've got the main point of polyamory up top, okay? Ethical non-monogamy,
2: which is god.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you said at it top, it's got to be god's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting flipped off for those <laughs> twice. <laughs> okay, so you have uh polyamory. Then down below you've got uh, polygyny, polyandry, um Technically, you could get uh, swinging into that too. Technically, so these these are all forms of ethic or all forms of non monogamy, mm-hmm. ethically or not, they are forms of non monogamy. Um, do I want to get into the, the ethics ethics of it
0: all? Uh, so one of the biggest things about the one penis policy is that it kind of infers that in some ways relationships because usually it's usually it's the man imposing it upon their female partner. It's inferring that female relationships are lesser and therefore safer when it's the relationship Mm -hmm. between the two females. It's not as much of a danger to the male. That's that's what one of the ethical things I've heard about it is that it's just like, oh it's fine. It's just a woman. It feels like it's almost like an invalidation of that relationship between those two women, or I should even say between the two people of the same sex, because that's usually what it actually boils down to—is the person's parts, right? So that's and then again, there's the, the transphobia aspect of it is pretty uh, brutal. Uh. Um, there is something to be said about like sometimes they just they only want their female partner to date other females. I know that Greedy's told a story before about entering a polyamory group. And, like, they were all terribly misogynistic people who thought that, that there was something up with him because, you know, his female partner had a male partner that wasn't him. Right. So, usually those are the type of people that enact the one penis policy.
1: Yeah, okay. So so that can go both ways. Mm-hmm. It can go a one penis policy or a one pussy policy. Mm-hmm. And either one of them, if it's if it's one person dictating this is how it's going to be and the others are just kind of going along with it, mm-hmm. that's that is not ethical. Yes. Correct. That, in my in my opinion, that's not ethical. But I that's mean if right. they agree to it. Okay. What is what is
0: agreeing ethical? so they don't get dumped? <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, going into it, what if you knew consent? that was—if you knew that was the how things were structured going into it, then mm-hmm. I feel like it shouldn't be bashed upon, I guess, or degraded. Like, and, and
0: that's the thing—if it—if yeah—if everyone is actively, enthusiastically consenting to that, then that's totally fine. The reason why it becomes an ethics issue is because a lot of the times when these types of relationships are happening, usually the female in that relationship. Is not happy with that arrangement, right? Or at the very least, comes out of that arrangement pretty upset because that's also another partner exhibiting um, exhibiting power over their relationship. So
2: that just sounds like an abusive relationship, in a sense. Well, that not could happen sense, but actually but... because yeah, like like if if that was the case, then it's like we're going to do this, we're going to do this, you're going to do this, like, yeah. and it's not like. What do you think about this or what is your, you know, opinions about this or how do you feel about this? And
0: I feel like that whole situation is messy enough. Now, when you add the aspect of kink to it, where some people are in dynamics, then like where does that go with that, right? Like if this, and again, you know, we're kind of being some, doing some heteronormative stuff right now. But, you know, if we were to assume that maybe there was a male top and a female bottom and his word goes in their relationship, then really she kind of consented to all of that. So at that point, I wouldn't really. It's hard, right? It's hard to define as to whether or not it's something that's physically or er, physically. It's something that's abusive at all, you know. It's just that that person is agreeing to that. So that's why it's like ethically, it's a little bit off, right? You know, but not everything that kinksters do is ethical. That's
2: true, <laughs> so, and, and I've seen going back to just a strictly a relationship aspect i've seen a lot of consent that wasn't really consent yeah yeah and it was done because they were scared or they were afraid of losing something or someone mm-hmm. or just for the safety aspect of it and i've seen people
1: use that mm-hmm. so ladies and gentlemen basically what we're trying to get across here is consent is a yes oh my god yes i want that enthusiastic enthusiastic and desired Yes. Mm-hmm. Not, not just a, well, I mean, if it makes you happy, then I guess. Yeah. That's, that's not consent. That's as good as a fucking no.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And it should be taken as a no every time. I don't give a shit who you are, how badass you are, you know, wh- whether your title is Highlord Domly Dom or whether you are um, uh, floor crawler Sub 669 it doesn't matter who you are if you are not giving an enthusiastic yes after being fully informed that is not consent
0: i have some feelings about that i agree with you mostly okay i do only because i know and care about people in consensual non-consent relationships that sometimes they're made to do a lot of things that they really adamantly do not want to do but because they're Initial consent that they agreed upon is overriding everything else. That's the only thing I want to add to that.
1: That is different. It is. Having it is. a <laughs> consensual non-consent relationship is different.
0: Mm-hmm. If
1: you have negotiated it ahead of time, you still have your safe word. So yes, you are still consenting to that yes. relationship mm-hmm. and you are within the bounds of that, that
0: relationship. Yeah. Where essentially we're like you're, I, I know some folks in this kind of uh, dynamics where um, essentially the bottom has two decisions to be a part of it or to not be a part of it. Yeah. That's that's as far as their consent goes. So, um, And that's something that they would have agreed to upon fully mm-hmm. knowing the weight of that. So that's just that's the only caveat I want to give to that. And that's not something I would typically mention except for the fact that the kind of platform that yeah, we're on. And, and that's the only those, reason why yeah, I bring it, it up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. One caveat
1: I would bring to that, the, the, the consensual, non-consensual Consensual non-consent relationships that I know, they renegotiate at least annually. Oh yeah, for sure. And that's that's something that is a, a clear delineation between. I don't want to say legitimate, but I, I can't really think of the think of a, a proper word for it.
0: Informed, maybe. Informed, maybe. Healthy. Yeah.
1: Healthy. I don't know is if there's good, anything yeah. healthier? Well,
0: that's, I feel like that's some <laughs> bias no no definitely some bias there <laughs>
1: um I, I i think i think
0: they're figuring out what works out for them they're doing yes. check-ins they're actively communicating so long they're as making that... sure that there is a moment of equality long enough to make sure they both still want to be there
1: so long as that dialogue is there and revisited at least relatively frequently mm-hmm. then fucking a do yeah.
0: it. yeah Absolutely. Or just
2: being in, in a healthy enough relationship where mm-hmm. if something comes along that may change an aspect of that, you're able to have that conversation. Yes. You mm-hmm. know, like where it's, because I mean, it, it could be any, it could be random shit that just changes something about a perceived way of having of a far away policy. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. it's just like, holy shit. Okay. Well, we need to talk about this. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I can't because our annual check in isn't for another seven months. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No. Like, there's, and, and I also feel like, most of those relationships, well, I shouldn't even say most, but some of those relationships are, are going to be stronger relationships than we typically are talking about. Yeah, they're going like to have a
0: really, usually they're going to have a pretty stellar foundation of lots of expectations. Yeah, like, like hopefully. I would really hope so too. <laughs> yeah, it's
2: not something like, oh, I, I met this chick on on an app last night and <laughs> now she's my slave and <laughs> it's like, wait, the, yeah. at what? least the <laughs>
0: ones that i know of that they have that big strong foundation yeah. that's a part of it heck i even i met two people who like their their relationship had been going for so long that they ditched the slave's old contract and simply changed it to i will obey Cause that's all that she actually needed. They had, they had everything that the closet there and every time they were, it just kind of kept on getting smaller and smaller. Cause it's like, they were so in a groove and like the, the master of that relationship knew her so well. And there was so much trust there that at the end of the day, that's the only part of their contract that they needed, which is just, wow. I will obey.
2: Let me ask you guys this. What if like, we were always talking about the in-depth relationship needed for that kind of dynamic what if you just wanted to play what if you just wanted to have a little fun with somebody is it okay to take on those monikers and and be those roles for a day or i would for, say
0: so it's no one else's business but your own yeah
2: like like you just know that you're free to technically walk away at any time like yeah. you, you know you just have to have i don't know
0: I entered- Cause i feel
2: like you could play with it and it doesn't have to be a a serious thing, you know, oh, like absolutely. it doesn't have to be a full on lifestyle change if somebody just wants to check it out and kind of see how they feel about it like and i f- I feel like we miss a lot of that too of of just mm-hmm. playing with stuff and things and people and and it's not it's not a bad thing
0: no, it I, can I be exactly. if you're not
2: careful, but i mean yeah
0: i mean i I like to think of i I entered into play with someone for a three day. It was basically we called like a three day scene, as if we were actively like I don't know, playing with them. But it wasn't <laughs> like that. It was it was like a three day dynamic type of scene, right? Where for those three days, I entered a consensual non consent relationship with this person, hmm. right? And there was a whole lot of sex and play involved because that's what I asked for. And he <laughs> delivered. Right. But there was like there was other aspects of it where we did act as if we were in a straight up dynamic the whole time. We still put a sizable amount of negotiation for what would apply for that weekend. You know, so it was there was still had to be heavily negotiated for that because that's just a lot of trust to put in another person. Right. You know, but for us, it was just like, you know, three days and it's done. And I never felt scared to have to like opt out if I needed to. I didn't really have to. Mm-hmm. But and I also but I did also have a pretty good amount of friendship with that person beforehand. You know, that I don't know if I'd recommend that for a pick up play. Pick a play with someone who you don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, probably not.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that was that was fun. I really liked that conversation. I'm glad we had that conversation. I'm too. <laughs>
2: And I would say that if you do do that as like a pickup play, then have outs, have lifelines, have safety measures in place for you,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like on just your own personal mm-hmm. level, like, you know, figure out messaging or something, you know, d- just a way to, to get out of a situation yeah. that you may f- want to, you know, get into willingly and then figure out really quickly, ah, uh, shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, even with that person, I had like you know tracking on. I had uh, check-ins with my partner at the time, and he even had check-ins with his partner. Good too, because you know I know that I you know I'm only half his size, but <laughs> right, <laughs> you don't know what I could do with a knife, man. That's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, so absolutely safety first. Uh, one of the things I did want to uh, talk about, I'm kind of going through our, our my little random holly list here um how i think i'm gonna start with this one how much influence should you have over your partner's relationship in this case like if if i were talking about me how much influence do you think is appropriate for me to have over If Gigantor was with another person, how much can I have to do with their relationship or or even with um, Rogue and their partner, Faye? How much?
1: When you're asking how much influence should you have over someone else's relationship? Mm -hmm. Are you meaning to say, should you have veto power or should you have... uh... Any sort of say when they can be sexual? Should you have any sort of say when they can go out? Should you have any sort of... Is that what you're saying? That is all, all part of, it, of what, what think, I'm yeah. asking. Okay.
0: So yeah, there's layers to this.
1: <laughs> this is going to be a very complicated answer. So raise yourself, okay? <laughs> None. Mm. I feel everybody Everybody should have informed consent. Yeah. to To the extent that... They they all are openly honest and communicative with you. Mm-hmm. That is as far as your your uh, power over their dynamic, their relationship should go, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Mm-hmm. That said, if you don't like how things are going with one relationship or another, voice that. Mm-hmm. But don't try and limit what they can do. That takes away their their agency. They they can no longer be their own person.
0: Yeah, I. I feel like that's a lot of how I feel. Um in my relationship, uh we don't necessarily have veto power. We uh, we have I've kind of phrased it as the initial veto. Mm-hmm. in the sense of like like when I wanted to date another person, I did ask my polycule essentially for, you know, their blessing. And by poly- I'm not even talking about my polycule, my partners. The ones that I was already dating. Right. Like, we good with this? Like, and that's just the way that we like to operate. Just because if there's already some insecurities in those other relationships, they may be like, I'm feeling real worried about the fact that you're adding another relationship when we're having these issues right here. And I feel like that's going to take even more focus away from that. Right. So it's like, that's what we allow in our relationship. Um, We don't have in mind, veto power over, like, you have to dump this other person if I say so. Right. You know, and, you know, again, when things, when kink gets added, it gets murky, right? Because sometimes there are some, uh, some hierarchies in there between dynamics of different partners. I remember I heard once, and I remember it, it really frustrated me and I had to recognize that that's just not the way that I would operate. Um, where I had heard about somebody who was in a dynamic with their partner. Their partner was their, their sub, their slave. I'm not, I'm not really sure, but their bottom, right. They're in that relationship dynamic with each other. And that person, the, the bottom in that relationship also had a bottom, but that, but their bottom and their top were not in relationship with each other. But still there was one time when their top was punishing them. And so they said, oh, you're going to have a scene with your partner tonight. You can only use these toys and hand them like feathers and pillows and stuff like that. Which, you know, has obvious influence now on their bottom. Yeah. And they were able to say that because they're, you know, they're in a a dynamic. This isn't something that maybe would happen when you're not in a dynamic. At least I would hope not. Um, But I remember I heard that. I just got really, really upset about it i didn't like that because i imagined from you know the one who was on the very bottom of the tier there that's very unfair it's like you're getting punished for what your top did Mm -hmm. so that's just that's like a little bit to me that was really frustrating
2: i it it could be (sighs) or maybe it was an accepted challenge well it's not though if they're their sub though like that's that's not a. That's not like a, a friendly. I challenge you to only use these three. They were telling them you're mm-hmm. only going to use. So it kind of, yeah. I don't know. That doesn't sound good.
0: To yeah, because it it just it to me it doesn't feel like.
2: But at the same time, if I had a partner who brought another partner home and I walked in on that partner in the bathroom slamming heroin, I'm going to have issues.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but so, I, I feel like there's a difference there, right? Though, okay, because now you're no longer defining what your partner you can, can do, you're setting your own boundaries at that point, right? So it's like we talked about fluid bonding earlier. Right. Right? So let's say that a Gigantor um, was dating someone who uh, who he was super down to fluid bond with, but I know that that person messed with some unsavory folks, and mm-hmm. I don't know about the, those statuses, right? I I feel like I could set my own boundary of like a... Hey, you're doing this thing and it's making me feel unsafe. So that means that we got to work on this issue between me and you. Because if you want to continue to fluid bond with them, then you got to wear protection with me or you. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel like that's setting your own boundary less than saying, you have to do un- this with this person. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like,
2: okay. That makes sense.
0: And I I read a reading uh, a reading a writing <laughs> <laughs> on FET the other day talking about like veto power and like misunderstandings. And I remember at first read, I was super pissed off and I went to the comments. I'm like, Oh, they got something completely different. So I went back and I read it again and it's essentially what they were actually saying. They're like the power of a veto to them at least is like setting your own boundaries. Right. Of what you're willing to engage in because of things about, their relationship that's affecting you
1: that makes sense yes and no um i i see i see veto power as a double-edged sword okay Mm -hmm. on the one side yeah you have you have the authority to say no this is affecting my relationship with you and if if this is going to continue if if we are going to continue then we're going to call it quits if you're Mm -hmm. if you're seeing yes, then we're going to cut off all other relationships and just focus on us for this uh, for the health of our relationship. That's one thing. Mm. But if your partner is saying, no, I don't like what he's doing with you, that has to end right now. Mm-hmm. That, again, goes back to having agency for yourself. Yes. So if, if, you're, if you're using it to set boundaries for your own relationship, that's one thing. But if you're using it to set boundaries, uh, set rules on your partner and their relationships, that's something completely different.
0: Agreed. Absolutely. I think that's what I was trying to go for, and I just kind of bumbled my way around it. I
1: thought maybe that was, so we got there. We got there. We did.
0: And you greedy to like unravel all of my thoughts, because I'm like, I don't know. know."
2: Peeling back the onion. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, since we're talking about that, how much... (laughs) cracking up over here. I'm thinking about Shrek.
2: Onion boy. (sighs) I have no idea what that means. No, I've never seen it. Oh, my. I'm not watching it either.
0: Uh, <laughs>
2: You're missing okay. out. You I'm really, really are? not. You There's are. a
0: whole section of pop culture you just never understand. All inside we're just gonna make um, jokes all the time about it.
2: Cool. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's awesome.
0: <laughs> so I guess how much about your relationship with a person do you feel is appropriate to tell your meta about?
1: On a personal level? Yeah.
2: Whatever just they want to know. Mm-hmm.
1: I would agree with that. I, I mm-hmm. wholeheartedly agree with that. Whatever, whatever my relationships consent to know about the others, that's what I'm going to share with them. Okay? How,
0: about how, much if, how would you feel if your partner was telling your metamor stuff that you two shared with each other in confidence? Like if I said, In confidence. Well, I shouldn't even say that. Like, let's say that I shared with. I'm just gonna keep on. I feel bad. I'm not. If you're listening, to this I'm not talking about you, Moth and Faye These are all completely hypothetical scenarios. Ooh, I'm not mad the at, tea. at you. Word the God,
1: me? what the fuck?
0: I was just thinking. I was just like, here we I, go. They they both have anxiety. I Guilty conscience, huh? No, they just both have anxiety, and I know this well. Uh, <laughs> like if I were to share with uh with Moth. I have this deep, dark insecurity, and it just really affects me, and it plagues me every single day. And let's say Moth has a hard time carrying that, and so maybe you know they consent Faye about it, or, or consult Faye about it, and they're just kind of like, you know, how oh, how do I handle this, right? Like, does that mean that my trust has been trespassed?
1: That's up to you.
0: Yeah, yeah, that would entirely that would I entirely be
1: based on on your your per- particular viewpoint, and mm-hmm. I would encourage you to try and look at it from a broader perspective than mm-hmm. just "Oh my god, what the fuck are you doing?" Uh, more of a "Okay, so where was your head when you did this? What was your intent?" Yeah, because yeah. It would... intent
0: can mean a lot.
1: Oh yeah, it can, and that's that's one of the one of the keys of non monogamous relationships. I mean. You have to have communication clear enough Mm -hmm. that all parties involved understand the intent of all other parties and understand what they're saying and doing in the way that they mean it, not the way that you are hearing it. Context is also important there. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Well, because I, so that's the situation that's never happened to me. And I, for my polykiller, I don't ever perceive that being an issue because we kind of do got that really kitchen table poly thing happening mm-hmm, <laughs> so it's, right. it's pretty good you know we're all really close um but i have i have had a friend where when they were getting to a relationship with another person or i think it was one their partner was getting a relationship with another person and i guess that the other person was very frustrated about who their mutual what their mutual partner shared mm-hmm. right and um she very much felt like she had a right to know this information because it did event, you know, affect her. Okay. Right. And it's like, it's like, you know, well, like for example, I would want to know if Giganto is fluid bonding with a person, this person's reaction to that would be, well, where is my privacy?
1: That's valid. Yeah.
0: And like, and I get it's, that, but it's
1: like, it's valid to the extent that it is their thing. But that that tre- that treads into the area of it is now affecting you directly, physically, mm-hmm. and there there is a level of necessity for sharing that information. Mm-hmm. Um, asking asking your partner to get their partner's uh, panel done mm-hmm. and get informed on what the results were. That's for your own safety. Yeah. And if your partner's partner is not willing to consent to that, then that needs to be a boundary that you set. Mm -hmm. If they're not willing to do it like you said earlier, if they're not willing to get tested, if they're not willing to take safe precautions for themselves, then you've got to be able to set the boundary for yourself that Mm -hmm. if this happens, if you go out and have... A fluid bound relationship with this person, then you are going to be wearing protection with me mm-hmm. if our intimate relationship
0: continues. Yeah, that's very much how I feel, and I just I always having a, I I question these these thoughts pretty often
2: <laughs> when that, I hear them. Yeah, because
0: these are like mm. the common things that I hear, and other when other people are having issues within their polyamorous relationships, or even just starting them out, you know. It was, Especially for new folks. It's like, how much am I allowed to ask? How much am I allowed to know? Because of these people, they were relatively new to polyamory. You know? And so she's just like, I don't know. Like, is it cool for me to know if you're fucking my partner? Like, is that allowed? Can I know that? Without trespassing your, what, you know, your boundaries? That you're saying is a boundary?
2: here's, Here's a weird thing. I ended a relationship because they shared something with very close friends of mine who I would have been okay with telling mm-hmm. on you know, like a one on one aspect. But they chose to do it in a very public fashion mm. and I just lost all trust and I said I we're done. Like yeah. and, and and meant it. Like in my heart like everything, any feelings that I had were gone. Mm-hmm. And there's it was it wasn't like she wasn't trying to betray me. Like, there was nothing. It was just a friendly conversation where they were like, oh, well, how's the sex? And she's like, I don't know. We haven't had sex. And they're like, it's been months. And she's like, I know. And, and that just came to a head. And then they all looked at me like, well, how come you're not fucking her? And I'm mm. like, hmm, I got to leave. Yeah. And so I just bounced out and then pulled them aside like one at a time. And was like, all right, well, let me give you a little history on me. And they're like, oh, my God, I didn't know. Yeah, because so,
0: that very much feels like it's... Painting an immediate picture in their heads that's maybe not, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And maybe it was like, you know, information that you just didn't want to be out there. Mm -hmm. So I can imagine something similar happening in like a polyamorous setup too, where it's Mm -hmm. like, oh no, I told you that's sensitive information. I really did not want you to share it with that person.
2: But having said that, I am not that same person anymore to where I feel like if I was getting too involved in a relationship, polyamorous or otherwise, at this point, all my cards are going to be on the table mm-hmm. and it's going to be, okay, so, you know, here's this relationship. Here's my cards. If I have another relationship, here's my cards. You mm-hmm. know, you two are free to share my cards with each other. Mm-hmm. Like there's <laughs> no, you know, that way everything is, is on the up and up. Like there's no, I don't... But that's just my personal thing. Is I don't want to ever be involved with somebody I have to
1: hide anything from.
0: I I absolutely agree. Hmm.
1: Like that and that's that's a, a huge thing for me. So so let's let's delve into that just a little bit, okay, uh, hypothetically, okay? Mm-hmm. If you and your partner had discussed having an open relationship or a poly relationship and your partner went out and had sex with somebody that they had developed feelings for okay what would your thoughts be had they not consulted you beforehand had they not said to you hey person r over here i like them i'm going to go have sex with them it would depend on the, the relationship
0: yeah it like what, what on we had talked about
2: before like like cuz i would probably given them permission to Fuck whoever you want. Just be safe about it. You know, Mm -hmm. if there comes a time when you kind of think, ah, I might have fucked up. That wasn't very safe. Mm -hmm. Let me know, you know, and we'll do what we need to do. But I mean, otherwise, have fun. Like, you Mm. know, don't, you don't need my permission for anything. Yeah. Like, Mm. in fact, if you come to me and you're like, hey, I really want to go out with my friends. Is it okay? That's going to piss me off because I am not (laughs) your father. (laughs) Like, I have trust in you or I wouldn't be in this relationship. And Uh until you show me that I shouldn't trust you, then... Our relationship will continue. Like that's,
0: <laughs> I I know what I can and I like it's very generally just like, well, tell me who it is so I don't run into them later, <laughs> and they're like, hey, <laughs> fucked your partner the other day. That was real cool of you, bro. Like, <laughs> And I know, I know for him, he was like, "Yeah, tell me who it is, and don't tell me anything past that." Please, for the love of God, do not say anything past that. And I'm just, and I sit there, and I'm just like, "No, tell me everything." Like his last hookup, I was just like, "No, I want." Did you, did you do the finger thing? Did you do like? I'm like, I want to know every part about it. He's that's so weird, but okay. Like, and I'm like, it's hot. I really like it, and also I just want to be happy for you. Yes, there's somebody else like me. Yeah, dude, that's totally that is. Is totally how I am, and I totally respect the fact that Hunter is like, like, No, tell me who it is, and then don't ever talk about it. Just tell me if you're gonna go do it again. <laughs> so,
2: I, I have a question for you now. Hmm. What if you ask them a partner, Hey, did you do this thing that you really enjoyed? and they're like, Yeah, they didn't like it.
0: Uh, that's complete because the thing is, I have, <laughs> I'm an AFAB, so I'm like used to the fact that other AFABs do not have any of the same. Uh. <laughs> like that's just that's just the thing like i have like my award-winning move and i use it on somebody and they're like me and i was like what <laughs> Like this is <laughs>
1: brain fart afab
0: assigned female at birth okay okay so you. very specific i'm talking about like when it comes to genitals and i feel like when it comes to female genitals in particular you just gotta know the spots to get to yeah yeah
2: that's depending on the person too sometimes it doesn't Mm -hmm. do
0: i was real upset i was like you're telling me my finisher move doesn't do anything for you oh my god like (laughs) and i'm sure that penises are complicated too sometimes but i haven't had too much of that experience
1: okay so so let's let's uh let's dive into this subject a little (laughs) bit because you know (laughs) sex we all like talking about sex Mm -hmm. um penises Absolutely. Every one of them is just a little bit different from any other one out there.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: to, to say that, yes, this one move is going to make every guy go wild, and I'm thinking of that's a few magazines a in particular, that's fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't play that game. No. I mean, learn each partner. Each partner is going to be a new experience, a new adventure.
0: And let them tell you what they like. Yes, and, and they, listen to them. And you should tell them what you want. I was so grateful. I I hooked up with somebody, and they told me before we got together, hey, I just want to let you know, because they're like most of the people who I've hooked up with, they do this particular thing with my dick, because I think that's what just most dick havers like. I like it the opposite way. Really, mm-hmm. all that was was just like, you know, instead of like a, Up and down motion when you're jerking them off They're like really like push up Yeah that's what they're um, uh, uncircumcised They're like that feeling In particular really works well For what I got going on down here And that that feeling really does it for me. They're like, the pulling down part is what I actually don't like. So I really try to get up on the upswing. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, and then, you know, yielded great results. And next person I hooked up with, they're like, well, I don't like that. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, so this is not a one size fits all. Right? Exactly.
2: <laughs> so I stumbled into that on accident. Yeah. How? Yes. Because I had a partner who kept asking me, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Like, how, am I, how do I do it? What do I do? Like, what, what do you want? And I'm just like, you, you do it. You do it. Like, what, <laughs> what do you mean? What do you... And then it turned into, okay, well, then I want you to go slow and start here and kind of work your way. And then it turned into, let me just fucking tell you what you're going to do to me right now. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, like, just became so much hotter for both yes. of us and yes. it was like uh-huh. oh, okay this this is how we're doing this now like, <laughs> and it's like- but it's so hard to get there because you <laughs> are like just <laughs> kind of petrified of like i don't want to upset them they're doing good things for me right well they're trying but really it's just okay Why you're i just listened to you say that guys don't know where the clit is and you're just like jackhammering away down there like it's just a <laughs> uh-huh. fucking pylon or something like
0: it's, it's super weird too when you have like a sexual partner who have the same parts as you because my initial thought was always like oh I'll just do the things that I like and again that fucking finisher move gets me every time I tell people to do that to me and I was like I <laughs> have oh, yes. it did nothing for them uh-huh. absolutely nothing and I was like I'm not getting I was like maybe Maybe they just don't react during sex. Maybe, maybe. Luckily, it was a threesome. And the other person's like, oh, no, no, no. You this. They want this. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I'm so glad there's someone else down here with me. Right?
1: That's, why we need, that's why we need to advocate for more threesomes, foursomes and moresomes. Hell yes.
0: yeah. Group sex all day, every day. It's a good time, especially
2: the days when you're just not feeling it. And You're like, mm-hmm. I wish there was somebody else here to just
1: take over and yeah. handle this right now. Okay, cause... so so let's actually dive that way a little bit because okay. that sounds fun. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> if you're not if you're not with your partner, what ways can you have intimacy even though there's a distance between you? Oh, is this going back to phone sex? Well, I mean, it certainly can.
0: I'm a big fan of that. I, I like
2: am too, but I get hooked on it. Well, I'm not telling you to go dial 1-900 numbers. No. No, it has to be somebody I know. That that doesn't work for me because I know they're all just full of shit. They're like sitting there doing dishes or something and, you know, <laughs> fake morning.
0: My so, mom did that.
2: Yeah.
1: Did <laughs> you just turn on the whirlpool?
2: Right. <laughs> I, I had a friend who, who I, she probably still does that, actually. And uh, like whenever we were over, she'd be like, are you going shut the fuck up? <laughs> like you couldn't say a word or be too loud like if you closed a cupboard too loud and then it would give kind of the game up Mm -hmm. and they would just hang up like sometimes like and then she had like her regulars where she's like oh you guys just go ahead and do whatever Uh, you (laughs) know (laughs) and they were just called to talk to her like it had nothing to do with sex and i'm like dude you're paying four dollars a minute just to talk Mm -hmm. we've been over here for an hour and a half doing nothing (laughs) (laughs)
0: like (laughs) well it depends on what one right because like i think of like some of like the long long distance hookups i don't know but like i've had and one of the things that really turns me on is control Mm -hmm. bottoming for it and topping for it right okay so like the simple act of like i remember this person had like he, he told me like you're going to send me a picture of what you're wearing every day and then one of those days i'm just gonna tell you to take off your panties doesn't matter where you're at and i was like that would make me nut immediately <laughs> hmm. right and so it was just like playing playing that up a little bit that helped build some intimacy for me um super big fan of phone sex and fucking discord sex and like i don't know like Face wait discord sex, sex. So, okay, listen, there's this Like, is,
2: is that just, like, chat-based or yeah. voice? or?
0: Yes, yes, and video, yes. Oh, Any okay. of those variations. Oh, okay.
2: Okay, I didn't know that. Okay. That makes sense.
0: I, I'll just, I'll be real. I almost lost it the other day because my partner and my meta were just booning on Discord. And I was, there, I was like, this is the most turned on I've been in my entire life. And I was like, I might come without even touching myself. <laughs> because i feel very involved in this and they were talking to me do you know how fucked up it is i posted this on fetlife that that like my metamor, the one they always bully me that's just a part of like our relationship with each other is the fact that they always bully me they were seven seconds from coming and they still made fun of me wow which you know hit my humiliation kink real hard but also (laughs) i was just like you asshole
2: damn that's impressive
0: they were literally That is
2: very very impressive.
0: They made me feel very involved, which is really nice. I was like, you don't have to do that. They're like, oh no, it turns us on too. Everybody listening
2: you. to you right now is hashtag goals. That's you like, know that's <laughs> totally
0: fine because this is like so fucking hot. Because literally, literally, they were <laughs> they were getting the other one off, and like they, they made a joke. Oh, like oh, like. You sound like Mel right now. You sound so desperate. And I was like, oh, my God. Right? And then the one who was about to come literally said, no, if I sounded like Mel, I would do this. Right? And did that. And then came. And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I "I can't handle this. How did you do that right before coming? I can't even think before coming. (laughs) I was like, I was so mad and so turned on. And they know this. <laughs> right.
2: So, in a sense, I mean, long distance doesn't have to mean, like, state so, a
0: No. This was... We're Just, in the same town. There's yeah. a different house. Just
2: out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I never thought about that.
0: Mm-hmm. Depends on what gets you off. That's true. Anyway, that was fun.
2: What, so, what did you want to say about long distance? I don't
1: feel like we got anything from you. Okay. Um... Yeah, having the having the Discord sex and the phone sex is all well and good, but what about toys?
0: Oh yeah, Ooh, oh, the have, long
1: distance toys
2: uh-huh. where you can
1: control what the uh-huh. other person
0: has. Have you seen the Lovens toys, the Max and the Nora that coordinate with each other? This is depending if you what if you have opposite sex parts. Looking at it right now. Hang on. Yeah, it's it sounds amazing. I have had a f- set of friends that were long distance that did this, and they said it feels great. But if one of you have a penis and the other person has a vagina, apparently it is awesome because it will literally, it will coordinate the movements with each other. So knowing that like your partner is feeling like, the opposite. <laughs>
2: right. The insertion and the Isn't retraction. That
0: crazy. Like I was like, Oh my god, I really want to try that. Plus I just I really like lovens products. Like I'm I'm trying to get the quake or the I had a Lush Two for a long time Ooh. and I got it over the pandemic and my pussy killed it because I used <laughs> it so often. <laughs> so I'm just like as soon as I get the money, hey you know what? Christmas present. There we go. <laughs> I'll start a go fund me for me to get my nut
2: that i have a feeling that you'd probably reach that goal
0: don't don't i'm me. just
2: saying <laughs> just saying
0: greedy's mouth is like wide open staring at he's his phone because he's so amazed Holy shit! already
2: tapped on purchase now a
0: whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> he's about to black out and look up and realize that you spent two hundred dollars <laughs> oh
2: my god okay this is far off topic from where we're going. <laughs> um, sex dolls exist. Yes, they do. And they really exist.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> like, I I don't know why I never actually went to a website to look at them before. Mm-hmm. But holy shit, they exist. But they're expensive.
0: They are. Um, I do like watching uh, porn of men fucking sex dolls. Though.
2: I'm going to have to look that up now.
0: It's a good it's it's the weirdest thing because it's even like I don't even know if it's weird like I sometimes like I've watched like no guys jerking off doesn't really do anything for me when they're using a flashlight does a little bit of a thing for me when they shove that flashlight between like mattresses or pillows and then like they actively are fucking it with their whole body that does something for me. Fucking a sex doll. I'm just in there and I'm like, why is this so hot? It's basically like, (laughs) I don't know. Right,
2: like a dead body.
0: Yeah, I'm like, that's That's... not not the part that's appealing to me. But there's something about this that is really turning me on.
2: I, it wasn't a sex doll. It was like just a full-size doll that this chick was grinding on Mm
0: -hmm. it
2: was really hot and it was really turning me on and then that thought entered my mind for a split second it's like a dead body done
1: (laughs) over can't can't finish yeah i'm like okay so i'm just ruined that kink for a lot of people
2: i want good well and made it better for others i know But, I mean, I, I was happy that I wasn't into dead bodies. Mm-hmm. You know? You're like,
0: well, that's comforting. That's yeah. a cake that didn't unlock with that. Exactly. <laughs> because
2: everything else seems to fucking unlock in the opposite direction. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's a thing. You that's know.
0: such a fucking mood. You know how often you watch something you're like, oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yep. all started with tentacle porn. Yeah.
0: Basically. <laughs> it really did.
2: I was like, this doesn't even, what the fuck is, and now it's just like, where's it at?
0: God, I'm just thinking the most recent one for me that just unlocked is I saw a photo of um someone with a vagina had a uh, the interior like the silicone part of a fleshlight shoved inside of them. So you can see like the fake vulva on the outside and their partner was fucking that and I was like, God, that sounds terrible and so uncomfortable and wow, that is like. Really hot <laughs> Like I was just I was like oh my god Like that You're not gonna get Any sort of sensation I'm like oh my god That is like the ultimate Form of denial To have them still like Using your body But you can't like Can't get, feel it Yeah you can't get a lot of. In fact you may even be Uncomfortable from it I'm like Oh no
1: <laughs> Hear that Gigantor No he didn't hear that
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that That, uh, that level of denial is his, Is his particular kink it is my there other may partners, be others though. Yep,
1: <laughs> I just
2: watched one the other night that it was a a stepmother and a stepdaughter, mm-hmm. and the stepdaughter was was being a little floozy, mm-hmm. and so stepmom like bent her over and and pulled down clothing or up clothing, either way, bared ass, and and mm-hmm. the stepdaughter was like, "Oh, am I gonna get a spanking?" And stepmom's like no and just shoves a finger in her ass (laughs) (laughs) it was so good and then proceeded to give her a lecture while just finger in ass and i'm like oh that's fucking amazing
0: that seems humiliating i don't know how we got from polyamory to this but i'm really happy with it anyway uh we should probably (laughs) maybe uh come back i would say come back but i don't know how many more questions or things about polyamory you really have so i guess like do we have a listener question well, no.
1: <laughs> no? Okay. Because <laughs> I, I, I didn't get full consent, so I'm not going to dive into that right
0: now. Maybe next time. Yeah, maybe. Uh, let's talk about our kink slash fetish of the week. I want someone else to read it because I've been talking a lot.
2: Oh, I'll have to bring it up then. Mm. I already forgot what it is. <laughs> oh, starts <laughs> with an yeah. M. Oh, does it now? Is it medical play? Uh, it yes. could be. Is it role play involving medical scenarios and medical implements like scalpels, needles, speculums, etc., and other medical uniforms. Medical play often involves an examination of one person by the doctor who may take advantage of the situation.
1: Doctor, it feels like you're having sex with me.
2: <laughs> no, no, this is, this is an exam. Just, I'm just, t- just making sure that you're <sighs> perfectly numb. <laughs> uh, apparently, play piercing is also common in medical play.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: How does play piercing work? You don't actually pierce the flesh, I... Yes, you do. Yeah, you do. you
0: do. Yeah.
1: Oh, okay. Absolutely, you do. So how is that play piercing? Because it's piercing in a play form. Oh. Yeah. It's, not, it's not, I'm going to play like I'm piercing okay. you. Oh, feel that needle rubbing across your skin. No, it's fucking jab in, out the other side, and play with that. Like, make a, a cross set of needles, and then press on that little button. Mm-hmm. Little pain button.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh! Or take a little tiny, little tiny, like thirty-six uh, gauge needles that are only like half an inch long. Stick them into your flesh and fire cup over that shit.
0: Oh, Ooh. that sounds brutal.
1: Oh, it's like oh. a little geyser of blood squirting up in the fire cup, and then it s- settles and solidifies. <gasps> yeah, and and it gets gels all gelatinous. And, uh-huh.
0: Okay, I really want to try this. I need to find. I'm sure I, need to find some I just people. chased
1: off somebody no. listening to our podcast. Well, goodbye, because you just, brought
0: me in. Just Lala,
2: <laughs> and she's not here, so we're fine. <laughs> That does she sounds listen? Like fun. She might listen. She does listen. Yes. Hi,
0: Lala. We love you.
2: Hi, miss you.
0: Let's have a word of the day for giveaways because I was totally slammed by a listener the other night. Like, hey, by the way, the last two episodes, there's been no word. I'm like,
1: God damn it. Hmm. Let's say sex toy.
0: Sex toy. Why not? Sex toy. Sex toy. I enjoy sex toy. Okay, I love that happy comic that.
2: strip. But what's the word of the day?
1: Mm, sex toy?
2: Oh, I thought you just wanted us to say sex toy. no i was a kinkiness. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you I mean, a, if, a it, verbal... if it gets you going, I mean, I can have you say
1: other things too. Sex toy. Okay.
2: Sex toy. Sex toy. Sex toy. Rebel, bitch, bitch, rebel, rebel.
0: Okay, uh, I'm ending Bible. it now because now you're going into some. Uh you all are showing how old you are anyway. <laughs> that was an episode. <laughs>
1: I had I had a kid ask me if I wanted to listen to some classic rock, you know, from the late 1900s. <laughs> Fuck you, kid. <laughs> Kid was maybe sixteen years old. One the a kid is not wrong hand. though. Have you listened to classic I, rock oh radio my God, stations? I heard Limp Biscuit on fucking yes, classic.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> did we you know are they fucking were fucking old? Did you know they just released another album? I was about to say I like yeah, care. they just yeah. released another one. Oh no, no, no! It's it's hilarious. Their album is titled "Still Sucks." Well, Limp Biscuit still <laughs> sucks.
2: They, they realize it then.
1: Yes, they do. But I mean,
2: this is coming from a band whose one of their albums was chocolate starfish, starfish and the, and the hot, hot dog, dog flavored, flavored
1: water. water yeah oh my god we're old
0: <laughs> we don't relieve, we're living the chocolate days. chocolate starfish
1: yeah
2: <laughs> I would like Limp Biscuit a lot more if they had a different front man I can tell you that. <laughs> that's completely uh, valid cause the music aspect of their stuff I kinda dig
1: yeah, yeah. DJ Lethal's got some talent he does yeah
0: hey I'm ending shut up. this <laughs> I'm ending this Hey, let you old timers go figure it out. All right, oh. well, you and your Kanye. And your... <laughs> Get your dog
1: off my lawn. Talk, damn whippersnapper. <laughs> even Kanye is a little dated now, huh? Say, like... There's nothing a little dated about Kanye. right? <laughs>
0: He's old as hell. He's still trying. Oh, but he goes by Ye now, by the way. He legally changed his name. Really? I only know that from Twitter because let me no one on... gives a shit about Kanye.
1: Let me put on my shocked face. <laughs> Waiting. I can't do it. Oh, it's I, not coming. I just can't do it. It's not coming.
0: Listen, when it's y'all not. start listening to some Olivia Rodrigo, just let me know.
1: Oh, I, every, I every I time, have, I'm, actually, every time I'm <laughs> You're feeling, on TikTok. No, uh, no, well, no, that's not where I heard it. We heard, just cut off greedy. Go ahead. Every time I'm feeling really, really down, I just pull up YouTube and search Kanye Bohemian Rhapsody. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! It was so <clears throat> fucking horrible. <laughs> that <laughs> always makes me smile. Little
2: bit of vomit in the back of my throat. There.
0: We gotta end this podcast. Okay.
2: Well, do you have any <laughs> final thoughts?
0: Uh, final thoughts. Um, more group sex. Uh, the, don't be too ashamed of your kinks. Uh, communicate with your polycule. There you go. Hmm. Nice. So, uh, thief, you got any po- uh, final final thoughts here? I have a
2: final thought for a special somebody out there.
0: <gasps> oh
2: no! Yeah. And it is. I'm not trying to break up your relationship, sweetie. Just think of me as the friendly fluffer who gets you ready for your big night with Bay.
0: That's. New kink unlocked. Okay. Uh, (laughs) Greedy. (laughs) Oh, you. He's on a journey. Greedy, what are your final thoughts?
1: Have your pet spayed or neutered unless it's a kink
0: pet. Don't do that. Don't spay me.
1: The Bob Barker treatment does not go well with your partners. <laughs>
0: okay, well. <laughs> Don't spay me, dude. <laughs> All right, y'all. Uh, that's it. We're done. <laughs> We're out. Goodbye, Gothamites. <laughs> we are out. Bye. <laughs>
2: so there's Thief, there's Greedy, and there's Never spade Me.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs>